Welcome to Healthy Heart Talks with Vasti, where I believe that a healthy heart leads to healthy head decisions. Have you ever made a decision that later on you regret or a decision that makes you say, what the heck was I thinking? Well, I've been there, done that, and I got the whole wardrobe. And the talks you will hear are real life stories with real life lessons that all led to making good head decisions. Healthy Heart Talks will be able to offer you some guidance and insight as you make your next decision. So let's talk. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday. I'm saying bye to my 30s. Happy birthday to me. Well, it's Healthy Heart Talks birthday edition. Yours truly. It's birthday. So my birthday is July 11th, 71180. And I am saying goodbye to my 30s this year. And I welcome my 40s with open arms. I am so excited to see what my 40s has for me. Um, And I just, I remember when I was little and people would turn 40, I would be like, oh my God, they're ancient. And now that I'm turning 40, I'm like, I'm not ancient. I'm not old. I'm just getting wiser and better. Um, (laughs) I will say that some things in your body start happening when you turn 40. A little bit more aches and pains and things pop and crack. So you definitely feel it at times. But I will say that I've been blessed with great genes and I know I don't look it. (laughs) Well, I welcome you again to the birthday edition. And I'm going to be sharing my lessons that I've learned in my 30s. So I want to share some lessons that I've learned that have shaped me for the rest of my life. I feel like your 30s are pivotal because you learn, you're almost like some of some of us are correcting mistakes in our 20s. Some of us are actually just learning things we've never known before. And some of us like me, I'm a late bloomer. It wasn't until my late 30s that I feel like I started getting it in life and I still am learning to get it in life. So I'm going to share with you my lessons. They're not in any particular order, but these are just things that I want to um, just share with you as to what my 30s have meant to be to me and what my 30s um, taught me. You know, every decade in my life, I can remember from my 20s and something happened in every decade. In my 20s, I got married. In my 30s, I was married. I um, was helping to raise a child for mm, almost four years of, no, actually almost five years of my 30s. And then I got divorced in my 30s. And then I started my life over in my 30s. So a lot happened in my last four years of my 30s, I will say. So here we go. Let's go. So number one, my first lesson is you simply cannot control everything and everyone. Isn't that the truth? This one has probably been the toughest one for me. And I hope in my 40s, I can continue to learn to relinquish control over things that I cannot control. And you know what I've learned from this one? That all I can control is me. My thoughts, my emotions, my actions, that is it. No one else, nothing else. I can only control me. I can't even control situations. I can't control when things are going to happen. So in my 30s, 
I spent and I wasted a lot of time with being impatient and trying to control everything perfectly in a perfect little picture and all this. And now that I am entering my 40s, I've accepted that, Fosti, you can only control you. Second, you really do reap what you sow. Man, oh man, what you put out there will definitely come back to you. Watch your words and actions because it's a life principle that your season of sowing will reap what you most worked on or did not work on. I always felt this when I kept repeating the same mistakes. I would always say, okay, clearly if I'm repeating the same mistakes, I'm not changing things. And I wasn't changing the things that I was sowing. So this has been a big lesson for me. And I still continue to learn it, that what you really do reap is what you sow. And the third one is you win some, you lose some. It's self-explanatory, but in life, there's always a winner and a loser. You must change your perspective, though, and learn to take each one as it comes. I've learned that winning is easy, but losing sucks. And we're never taught to do it well. We're never taught to lose well. We're always taught like, here's your trophy. You won. You won. Or you participated. You won. And it's like, no. We don't always deserve trophies in life. We don't always deserve a prize. And I've just learned that, you know what? There's always next time. You win some, you lose some. Number four, you cannot make anyone love you. This one came at a high price because this one definitely was something that when I was going through my divorce, it was in my head like, well, how can I make him stay? How can I make him stay and love me? And I've learned to love myself because when people walk away and choose not to love me, I still have me. And that all, that's all that matters in the end. So learn to love yourself because you cannot make anyone else to love you. But what you can do is love you the best way that you know how. Number five, slow and steady wins the race. Now, this one's tough (laughs) because I've always wanted things in a microsecond. I mean, who doesn't want it? Everybody wants it your way, my way, like Burger King, right? We want it quick, fast, and in a hurry. We want everything fast. We do mobile orders because we just want to walk into restaurants and get it off the counter and go in our cars and boom, we go. Everything we do in life, and I know for me, I wanted everything now, 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 now. I wanted to lose 10 pounds now. I wanted to have perfect credit now. I wanted to have a brand new car now. Everything is now. And I have had to learn that small steps towards a goal at your own pace will allow you to win in the end. If I have a setback, I take a break and get back in the race because slow and steady wins the race. And that's the the thing that I always tell myself, Basti. Don't look to your left. Don't look to your right. Stay in your lane. Stay in your race. Like slow and steady wins it. Number six. Ugh, this is a kind of, this is like a part two to slow and steady, but it's true. Success does not happen overnight. Everything worth something to you requires work. And it truly does start with self-discipline. And I'm happy to say that there's a few things that I've done that I never thought I could have done because I started with self-discipline. and that I know I will continue to do. And I look forward to more hard work because we all know that people did not wake up successful. People did not wake up millionaires. I mean, unless you're part of the 
freaking lineage of, you know, a very well-known family. But for most of us fellow Americans in the middle class hanging out here, we have to work really hard to get ahead. Number seven, do not fear failure. You know what? I used to fear failure and it paralyzed me. It didn't allow me to do things because I didn't want to fail. And failing has taught me that I've tried. And I look at it now like there's a lesson in there for me. If I don't succeed and I fail, guess what I can do? I can learn it and try again. Number eight. This one is mm, romance is not the same as love. Y'all, it isn't. And I've learned that romance fades because you know what? Romance is driven by feelings and desires, right? But love is a choice and love is unconditional and it's the good, the bad, the ugly. And I just learned that again in relationships, I don't want this fairy tale romantic love. I want an unconditional love. And that one came with a lot of pain. That one came with a lot of you know, ups and downs because guys that I would date that I'd be like, oh my God, I, I would go back and talk to my besties. And I'm like, this is it. This is it. And then two days later, no, it's not it. Yes. I said two days later, because if you're dating out there, you already know. <laughs> and number nine, do it scared. Anything that you want in life that scares you, you probably should go for it. I mean, do it, do it. You want to climb Kilimanjaro? Train, do it, do it scared. You want to do, I don't know, you want to swim across the United States, do it, whatever it is. I remember being scared. My big thing was, I remember being scared to start over and to actually pick up my life from Chicago and move to a new state in Texas where I am now. And I remember with every step, I was scared. I was like, okay, I remember looking for my apartment and I remember applying for my apartment and being scared, like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to get approved. And then I would get approved and I'm like, okay, that's one thing less. You know, I remember um, having to just everything, perch through things back in Chicago that I wasn't going to take to my new house and packing up my car and just being able to start over. And once I got to my new place, everything fell into place. Once I got to my new state and my new job, I was like, what was I scared for? Everything came, but I really learned there wasn't anything to be scared of. But I will say that do it scared. Do things scared. Just go for it. Number 10, I've learned that not everyone is going to like you or be for you. That little moment of silence was on purpose because some of you guys needed to let that sink in. <laughs> People will always have something to say about you, regardless of what you do, what you wear, how you talk, what you say. People will always have something to say about you. And I have learned that I give zero beep if they do not like me. And you know what? I say, good. You don't like me? Insert shoulder shrug right here. Um, but I really, I really have learned that it's okay if they don't like you. 
And it's okay if they're not for you because you are going to have the certain number of people in your life that are going to be for you. And you're going to have that team that's always going to be for you. And not that you're going to be with yes people, but that you're going to have people that love you and they're going to tell you when you're wrong and they're going to tell you when they're happy for you and they're going to tell you, hey, you need to change this about you. So I will say not everyone is is going to like you and or be for you. Next, number 11. Therapy is essential in life. As we've learned with this pandemic that there's so many things that are essentials, uh, things that we need in life, this one is essential. I believe in it. I love it. I think everyone should do it. It has been the reason why I have learned myself so much along with other tools that I've used, but therapy really kicked it off for me. Everyone needs at least two to four sessions a year to sit and gain different perspective and objective and for someone to just sit there and hear you out and to be able to teach you how for you to cope with things, what your triggers are. And it's really taught me just, you know what, there's things that I should be aware of and about myself. And it's taught me what I do in those moments where I need to use more awareness. And it's taught me in those moments where I could speak from my lessons in life. So if you don't believe in therapy, I will tell you, you need it, especially if you're the one that has the negative outlook on it, more than likely you need it. You don't have, there's nothing that has to be wrong with you to have therapy. Therapy is essential. And my last one, number 12, that I added at the last minute because it's so true. So very, very true. In life, you only need about four friends. As you get into your 40s, you're going to see that your circle of friends gets smaller and smaller and smaller. And you have categories of friends. You're going to have your lifelong friends, childhood friends. You're going to have your friends that maybe your families did vacation together and people that you just knew by association. Then you're going to have your colleagues at work that some of them, they do become your friends and that some of them do you, you end up doing life with. But then you have those lifetime confidants, those people that have seen you in every season. They have rocked with you. They have encouraged you. They've cried with you. They've been mad with you. And I am an extreme extrovert. I'm an ESTJ on the Myers-Briggs. I'm an extrovert through and through. And when I tell you that right now in my life, I can count on one hand how many people I can truly call and say, hey, I, you're one of my lifelines and I need you to do this. I need you to pray for me or, hey, I'm struggling And I need you, if you can come through with this for me. And I know I'm not going to receive judgment from them. I know that they love me unconditionally. I mean, I can literally tell you that there's been friends that I've fought with, that we've been angry at each other. But those true lifelong friends, you restore the friendship and you move forward and you learn more. Like your friendship gets deeper and deeper in, 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 in depth, you know, like it just grows more. And I wanted to add a slash here. Your friends, again, those are your core people in life that you're going to have about three to four of them. Maybe you're going to have more, but I will say that you only need about four to five good ones. And then last but not least, your family. 
at the end of it all, all you have is your family. And I can honestly say, and I might get a little emotional, but I can honestly say that I truly love my family. My family is not perfect, but I have a mother and father that love each other and they've committed to each other through their ups and downs. And they have tried their very best to provide for my sisters and I. And I will say that I love my sisters, each and every one of them. I have two sisters older than me and um, they have taught me things quietly. They have taught me things, you know, by them telling me things, but I've always watched and I've always observed and I'm very thankful for my family. I'm thankful that they have always been the backbone and the support that I've needed. So I didn't mean to get emotional. I had to hold back tears, but happy birthday to me. Happy birthday because 40s, I know, is going to bring me things that I never thought was, were, are going to happen, are going to happen for me. Things that I could never obtain, I'm going to be able to obtain them. I'm looking forward to all of the lessons. And if my podcast is still here in 10 years, you will hear a podcast on what did my 40s teach me. Um, so thank you for listening And I don't believe in New Year's resolutions, but I believe in birthday resolutions. I believe when you're gifted with a new chance of life and you turn a new year, you should reevaluate and you should see where you are. So if you've already had a birthday, happy belated birthday. And if you are having a future birthday in 2020, happy birthday to you. And to all of you, I just say, keep going for the things in life that you never thought you could get. Learn from your lessons. Let your lessons shape you for your future. Now, let's party. Thank you guys. Besos. Thank you for listening to Healthy Heart Talks. We'd love to keep in touch with you. So follow us on Instagram at Healthy Heart Talks. And if you would like to continue the conversation, send us your email to healthyhearttalks at gmail.com. Until next time. And remember, that a healthy heart leads to the best healthy head decisions. Besos.